sexy. Hello, this is Wildfire One once again. This is Nerd is the New Sexy, and with me today is... Sunrise, back. Back from the past, not from the future. <laughs> uh, Marty, Marty, Marty. Uh, we've uh, Welcome back, Sunrise. It's good to have you back. Yeah, good to be back. I this is episode 18, and episode 18 will be touching on what subject, Sunrise? Well, Back to the Future. That's what the whole uh, intro was about. Take me away. I don't mind. Yeah, whatever. But yeah. Gotta go back in time. <laughs> Gotta be my own grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta do the nasty and the pasty. Oh, so it's going to be Back to the Future. First, I think Sunrise has a few rants he wants to get off his chest. From the pits of his soul, some of his angst and anger needs to be let out from time to time. And this is one of those moments. We welcome you to... Anger and Ranting by Sunrise. First off, uh, uh, trying to get this podcast uh, started again tonight. Uh, Microsoft, Skype does not have to update every motherfucking time you turn it on. <laughs> once, a we- once a week is even too much. Once a month, eh, okay, for security bugs and stuff like that. But if every time you fix something, it fucks something else up, fire somebody! <laughs> Jeez! And now the real meat of my rant. So, a while ago, I uninstalled Destiny for very obvious reasons. Destiny being, you know, if you haven't heard of it, it's a video game. Uh, it sucks. I have a lot yeah. of hatred for this game. A lot yeah, of people I have love it. I don't know why. but I don't on. know why people are still playing it. So, I decided, ah, I'm going to see why people are still playing it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump on there, see what the updates are about. Bungie and Activision has saw fit that if you do not buy the $40 expansion. Now, it's only $40 if you already have the season pass and the other updates, which I spent $100 on this game when it first came out. Now, I did play it a lot, but I spent $100 on this game to be able to get the three expansion packs and the the cool little stuff in-game when it first came out. I am now not allowed to play the game unless I give them another $30. How is this fucking legal? <laughs> I Give us not- your money. Activision, Bungie, go fuck yourselves, you pieces of shit. I ever meet one of you, I will probably take my foot and shove it so far up your ass that I will dislodge your tonsils. So back to back to what we were going for. We're gonna go start with because uh, uh, you know you understand that Back to the Future had a cartoon. Yeah, I I do remember the cartoon. It, it was ra- it was actually rather entertaining. There were some inconsistencies with it. Oh, though. there was a lot of inconsistencies. Yeah. Like, like one of the things that, that irritated me the most was during the whole thing with Back to the Future up until, what was the second one? Yeah. Every time someone called Marty McFly chicken, he, like, lost his shit and decided, oh, oh I'm going to... Oh, no, no, that not... was all the way to the third one. That oh, was the third all one? All the way to the third one. Okay, yeah, so all the way to the third... Yeah, that's right. Remember, they were right. calling him yellow in that one. Yeah, they called him yellow. So they're calling him chicken. That was, like, his big, you know, Ermagerd, I'm not chicken, I'll show you chicken... Well, he learns his lesson. That's what all three movies is priorly about. Yeah, pretty, <laughs> pretty much, much yeah. about. It's pretty much Marty McFly going, "Oh, I have to like you know let go of my own ego." But yeah, we'll yeah. get to that. Going. Yeah, so 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 like he he finally gets over the whole you know oh my god if I if I keep letting people push my buttons like that with chicken you know call me chicken and going after him then you know something bad's you know something bad would happen and because it doesn't you know now now I understand. In the cartoon, they keep referring to him as chicken and he gets mad and decides i'm gonna show you and now it's excusable because the actor who played marty isn't obviously not michael j fox in the cartoon however the guy who played biff still voices the biff character oh and the biff he fucking should have known yeah he should have known he should have he should have told the writers okay this doesn't work because anybody who's watched the movies knows that it, this no longer bothers them. Well, we uh, need to find a new joke. Honestly, to be to be like completely honest with you, I think the Biff character, the guy, the guy who played him, was just happy he was getting a paycheck. Yeah, probably. He's actually uh, just just on a side note, he's actually a pretty known comedian right now. Yes, he is. He's a uh, and hats off to that guy. I forget his name. I feel bad that I forget his name, but he's a <laughs> he's actually a pretty funny guy. I think. Uh, he jokes around about Back to the Future on stage. He'll, he doesn't do too much, but mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so let's start with the first movie. The first movie came out when? The first movie came out, I want to say it actually came out in 1985. 
I want to. Yeah, I think it was nineteen um, because that was the whole point. Was that that's when he was he was there and he is going back in time. I was five years old when this movie came out. Uh, I don't believe I saw it in theaters. I actually th- think I saw it a few years later. It was on HBO all the fucking time. And when it yeah, that's that's where I saw it was on HBO. Yeah. So it, uh, it, it, I, it, because it, yeah, it used to come out in HBO, be- and that was the big thing about HBO Home Box Office. Yep. In case people don't know what HBO stands for, yes. it stands for Home Box Office. Movies used to take a very long time to come out because it had to be put onto VHS. It had to be uh, narrowed down into a four by nine viewing screen from a what is it fourteen by yeah. whatever whatever the screen was nine or fourteen by six yeah fourteen by nine. Uh, it had to be shrunk down to a four by six. That's what it is. Yeah, whatever the screen uh, was before, and you got to remember that even then there were contracts. There's certain rights that. You know, right. people have to have to be able to, sh- to to view these movies. and Yeah, and so VHS took a long time to come out because they had to print all the new reels and put them inside a, a, a VHS tape, mm-hmm. which, um, which, yeah, um, which is funny because VHS was much cheaper than Betamax, but Betamax was phenomenal. Yeah. Basically, imagine taking a DVD and a Blu-ray and coming out at the same time. The DVD's obviously going to win out because the Blu-ray's way too damn expensive. Exactly. So HBO was where you would go to see the movies. But yeah, um, the basic premise of the first movie is there's a teenager played by Michael J. Fox. God bless that man. He's an amazing actor to this He really is. Uh, it sucks that he got Parkinson's disease, and it yeah. you know life just life just kicked him in the nuts. Poor guy. Yeah. And he probably would be to this day one of the best actors we have if he didn't mm-hmm. have Parkinson's. Um, he still is, in my opinion. Yeah. No, he he's actually really he's yeah. got range. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> you got Michael J. Fox playing Marty McFly, who's the son of son George of George McFly. McFly. Yeah. It's like yeah, the the actor no. uh, is is pretty well known as well. He. Oh, he was yeah, actually he was good. yeah in in a lot of a lot of movies. The actual like actors in this movie were all amazing. Now the basic premise of the first movie is he um, he's a he's a teenage boy that it goes out and hangs out with a doctor with you know a doctor science t- scientific doctor. Which in my opinion, let's be honest, that's a little creepy. It it, it kind of is. I mean, and he I mean he wasn't a blonde headed kid, so it wasn't quite yeah. that. It, uh, it wasn't Star Wars creepy. No. Come on over, Marty. I'm gonna touch you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, and 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 what's what's funny is because uh, Christopher Lloyd plays the plays the Doc Brown. Yeah. And he plays this real eccentric, really weird guy. Like he intentionally sets his clocks back in weird times, so they go off at different, you know, at the same time, but at different hours, and yeah, and just for like no obvious reason. He's obviously very eccentric, and it brings that out in the first scene where you where, where Marty goes to his house. Yeah, uh, and he's not there. You know, and basically Marty gets gets a, well, a phone call saying meet me at blah 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 at certain time a certain time like a certain square. Like yeah, basically meet meet meets him at the mall. Yeah, like um, yeah. One of the opening scenes is when he's at he's at his he's at his home, and you know his brother's there, his his sister's there, his dad's there, and they're basically your your typical lower middle class loser style family. Uh, and he's kind of like the middle child in, in well, all of this. I wouldn't say loser. Actually, I think he was. I think he was the baby. He, he's the youngest. Yeah, he was the youngest because his, yeah. his old, sister was older and his brother was older. Yeah. But I wouldn't say they were like a. a what happened was, you know, he didn't. He didn't. His dad didn't have very much confidence, and because of that, he has a shitty job. And because of right, yeah. But we'll get his into. His mom that. doesn't work. Yeah. And his mom's like this real prude. Like, Oof. don't talk to boys. Don't don't, don't do smoke, anything. Don't don't, do don't smoke. Don't eat sugar. Type yeah. type thing. And you know she's and, a little she's a little weighty at the beginning. in the yeah she, she she's definitely a motherhead yeah and Marty's kind of like at the the tail end of everything just you know trying to be you know the, I'm just like a nice kid I'm, I'm a kid <laughs> you know, and he thing. loves rock and roll yeah you know that that plays into the 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 series off and on but he uh, he goes to school and he he kind of has his own problems too you see he's got a shithead principal shit principal who knew his dad and treated his dad like idiot. shit or something like yeah, that yeah yeah your dad was a shitter and you're a shitter yeah you know and so <laughs> and, and then there's this the scene where the clock tower where they talk about the uh, lightning yeah. hit it in the past yeah lightning hit it Tchaikovsky's gun is a bitch yes so <laughs> so he gets a flyer and all that later all this happens you meet his girlfriend which she's amazing he. He's obviously drooling over this truck at one point in the beginning. Yeah, he really wants this. Like, yeah, it's like soup, souped up. You know, my balls the 80s. on the on the ground. I'm awesome truck. For the '80s, it's an amazing truck. I wouldn't yeah. buy that truck now. 
So yeah, yeah. It was it was like it had you know had the lights on top of it. It was like a four by looked like a four by four. Yeah, it was a four by four uh, extended cab. And... Yeah, beautiful truck. He wanted it. You could tell like he was ruling over it pretty much. Um, uh, so he meets Doc Brown when he rolls this 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 time machine out. I just love Michael J. I like Marty. You know Marty McFly's uh, expression. Yeah, expression. He just goes, Doc, it's a DeLorean. He goes, Well, if you're going to build a time machine, you might as well do it in style. Yeah. <laughs> it's a DeLorean. <laughs> it's a fucking DeLorean. Which are nice cars. Are, well, but, you know. Cars, been there. they were basically meant to look like they were from the future. Yeah. So, yeah, very minimalistic, inexpensive. And it was supposed to be an inexpensive, ritzy looking car. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a four banger. And it was front wheel drive. Most vehicles at the time were not front wheel drive, but it had like the gold wing doors. And it was supposed to be, you know, aerodynamic and sleek and, you know, everything was all like in line. So yeah. it didn't create any drag. And that was supposed so eh, eh, not very powerful car, but it looks like it would haul ass. Yeah. So he pulls this car out and it, of course, the car itself has a few, uh, a few extra added features to it for props flux and such. Capacitor. And there's a flux capacitor inside of it, which is beautiful. He explains what the flux capacitor is. He explains it. He thought the idea up one day. He fell off the toilet or something. I forget. Yeah, which, which really, why was he standing on the toilet in his bathroom? He was jerking off, dude. He was, gonna, I, he was expecting I think, Yeah, I think audio, yeah, autoerotic yeah. fixation is what I, yeah. So I think that's what happened. He fell, hit his head on the, what, the yeah. toilet seat or some porcelain or something. And then he supposedly crimped up the flux capacitor. You know, kind of so, like Tesla. Yeah. So uh, throughout this whole this conversation that Marty and he are having, uh, you know, how do you how does this thing run? He goes, it's nuclear. Yeah. No. Yeah. It runs on plutonium. It runs on pure plutonium. plutonium. Yeah. It's a 1.21 gigawatts. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, it's a, wait, wait a minute, Doc. This thing's nuclear. You know, yeah. that, and that was one a beautiful line. And, you know, and at that point, I think at that point in the movie, it's making you go, where did he get fucking yeah, and then he explains that he basically got involved with some Libyans to build them a nuclear bomb and gave them a bunch of pinball machine parts and was just like, "Here you go." He made him a fake bomb out of pinball <laughs> machine. It, I, I'm, see, and I'm I'm imagining you know some some little uh, uh you know little towelhead dirtbag run, running into the middle of somewhere and screaming, "Ahu Akpa!" Hitting a button, all he hears, "Ching ching 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 ching!" And he's just getting gunned down. <laughs> Actually, no, they test it on the dog, which is kind of fucked up. Yeah, yeah. He, so he basically puts it in as an as an uh, uh, as an auto return. So he sends him back. He sends him back. Sets the time. And then sends them into the future. That's what he did. Yeah. So he sends them into their future. Comes back and a minute later. Yeah. And then like, so when he sees the clocks are still perfectly aligned, but it's like a minute behind, yeah. like exactly a minute behind. So you got that. And all of a sudden, like the Libyans basically it show up. Uh, oh, they found me. I don't know how, but they found me and they show up and they shoot down Doc Brown. No bastards. They, so, see, they see Marty and they're shooting real bullets. Yep. So they're shooting, they're shooting at Marty, and Marty does the, the one thing. Well, any of us would do. We jump in that fucking time machine and escape that way. Oh, ass, yeah. Well, as he's fly, as he's he's getting ready, you know, he's getting ready to hit uh, the meter that hit that makes the flux capacitor work. The Flibians pull out a fucking RPG. Yeah, RPG. <laughs> and he goes, you know, he, he disappears and goes back in the past, which is 1955. Well, the Libyans basically run into something because obviously the Libyans can't drive. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and it's important to note that the Libyans showed up without their lights on. Yeah. They, they drove in without their lights on. And that's important for later on in the movie yeah. at, at, at the end, because apparently there's a lot of changes from him going to the past. Uh, just like for, for some reason. Okay. So basically where the mall is to where he ends up later is, well, it's probably about 10 miles. Uh, yeah. Because this is the 1950s into, into the 80s, so, you know, cities and towns, they expand, they get bigger, and I mean, hell, we saw it in our town, yeah. where it started off in, you know, just a couple of suburbs, and eventually, you know, annexed a bunch of other places that well, were in Doc, the county. Doc Brown and, even mentions what that place was before, it was a, a pine tree farm, remember? Oh, that's right, yeah. Because yeah. he was trying yeah, and, to, the, the guy was trying to breed pine trees. And here's another one of those inconsistencies now and i'm not talking about like the bootstrap paradoxes and the grandfather paradoxes and stuff like that in the movie i'm talking about he goes into a barn forward and then drives 
forward out of the barn the same way he came in. So I don't know how the fuck yeah, he spun around. I didn't notice that, but I think you're right. That's and, pretty magical. It's bling. And it goes from midnight, around midnight is when this actually happened, to about 9 o'clock in the morning in less than 10 miles on his drive into town. Maybe maybe time was inconsistent. Maybe, yeah, because because yeah, maybe maybe time something machine. happened and he jumped forward in time driving there. Yeah, maybe I don't it was know. like four a.m. You know, five a.m. Yeah, yeah know? maybe I don't know. But because because he when he when he parks it, you're right. When he when he when he the car actually starts screwing up and he has to park it behind that billboard, it's daylight or daylight. Yeah, coming. very da- daylight. So I think it's daylight. I think I want to say it's sun's coming up. I don't remember. It's yeah. either way. Yeah. So first thing, you know, first thing he does is he's going to, he go tries to go home. He he ends up in town and he has no idea. And they're like, well, what's with the life preserver? And he's just oh, like, yeah. well, that's where he meets you know, I'll dad. take a Pepsi. And the guy's like, what are you talking? And he's like, just give me a coffee and gives him 10 cents. Yeah. that's. And then he finds Doc Brown and he goes over, he goes to him and he tells him how he thought about the flux capacitor. And that's what convinced him to. His dad was spying on his mom like a fucking creep. That, yeah, that's that's exactly what happened. He was walking to Doc Brown's. Yeah. So I was dead spying, uh, being a being a peep. He said, "My, he's a freaking peeping tom." Yeah. He falls and then out. his dad falls out of the tree. He pushes him out of the way of the car. He gets hit, and he ends up at his mom's now, place. What was supposed to happen was his dad was supposed to get by the car, and his mom would fall in love with his dad. Yeah. Because of that. Well, instead, Marty gets hit by the car, and guess who gets the hots for her son? She. I think the scene is a. Uh, Mom, mom, you know, yeah, where am she's I? Talking to him, oh, you're like, safe and sound back here, night, good old night. Keeps calling him Calvin. You keep calling him Calvin because it's written all over your underwear, Calvin, Calvin Klein. Klein. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you know, long story short, for that they start, they stay there for a little bit. He freaks out that his mom's like young and pretty, which yeah. now in his defense, it is 1980s Leah Thompson. Oh God. I mean, Jesus Christ! She, even even later on, she was beautiful. Yeah, oh, I gotta say, her, I gotta see her jump around on stage in her underwear when I saw Cabaret. So, you oh, know. lovely. Yeah. So um, we uh, so anyway, that that going on from there, he goes. I think after that, he goes and finds Doc Brown. Yeah, he because he he asked him. He goes, he goes. So you know, where can I find this street? Because he didn't recognize the street. And he goes, Oh, that's right off of JFK Drive. And and. <laughs> And her, his his, uh, his grandfather goes, "Who the hell's John F. Kennedy?" Yeah, who the hell's JFK? <laughs> because it hasn't happened yet. Well, one of the funny things that cracks me up the most is uh, his uncle, the one that's the jailbird. Yeah, you know, in a, just the uncle is basically a baby at this point, and he's Kid, in a crib. Yeah. And they were talking about him earlier in the movie, talking about you know How Uncle Joy is in jail and again yeah. whatever. Or Uncle Jay, or whatever the hell his name is, and he he looks at the kid and he goes, "Better get used to these bars." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's probably one of the lines that still makes me laugh from that movie. Yeah. Oh, so you're my Uncle Joey, huh? Better get used to these bars. <laughs> <laughs> Better get used to these bars, kid. But uh, yeah. <laughs> he finds Doc Brown, and the first scene he meets Doc, young Doc Brown, and Doc Brown's wearing this weird looking fucking helmet. <laughs> And he's like, doesn't believe him. he's running away from him, like screaming. And he's just trying to sell him something. And <laughs> yeah. So it's funny. Oh, okay, Mr. Ron from the future. Who's the president in 1985? Ronald Reagan, the actor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Which is even funnier because at, at the time as a kid, I, I was like, what does he mean, Ronald Reagan, an actor? Because I only knew him as the president. Yeah. And so it wasn't until later on in life that I was like, oh, I didn't realize Ron, Ronald Reagan was an actor. Oh, my, my dad had explained that to me because I looked at it. I'm like, <laughs> what? Yeah, it's like so, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, so the, he he finally convinces Doc Brown, convinces him that he's from the future. Yeah, thanks to that tape recorder that he had, and uh, yeah. and what's funny is they're watching the video, and at one point he pauses, and everything falls off the VCR, and it's like it was never hooked up. Yep. It's like I can kind of believe that that he was so smart he managed to jerry rig a way of making that play through the TV, but not with any of the hookups completely folded out of well, it. Well, you know what? I, I kind of, that's what I kind of thought of. I, I thought he just jerry-rigged it, but, because, yeah. you know, he's Doc Brown. Yeah. He made a fucking time machine. <laughs> that, uh, plutonium? Oh, sure, in 1985, you can buy it at any gas station. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he says something like, you know, you can't, you can't just generate 1.21 gig- gigawatts unless, you know, you can harness the power of lightning, and he goes, lightning? A bolt of lightning, yeah. Yeah. 
That and he, and he really yeah, he pulled that thing out of his pocket that you know the lady gave him to yeah about about the clock so because it had been struck by lightning they're trying to reconstruct days. it that's what it yeah is. yeah because it had stopped after he got struck by lightning a few days before uh, Marty or after Marty got to the past yeah if that makes sense so so in a few days it will strike but in his timeline it had already struck so at this point after they talk and and at one point they realize that you know. Uh, Marty's mom has the hots for him instead of his dad. They 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 have two problems. Yeah, they have to get Marty back in time, back to the back to his or back, back to, to his, his time, future. back to his yeah. future, and they have to bit put his mom and dad back together again as lovebirds because his family's disappearing from this fo- photo that he has. Yeah, in other words, he's gonna be the bane of his own existence. Yeah. So, but yeah, his, his photograph is constantly fading. It starts with his older brother, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Why they didn't just all start fading out at the same time, I don't plot reasons, I guess. Well, I guess it, it was like, you know, you got this much time to do it. That's, I think. Yeah, probably. You know, maybe, maybe it's because, you know, you know, the older brother, and the older brother's a douche. The, oh, the yeah. sister's a douche, too. But, the, yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, so the one of the stories they told in the beginning when, you know, you first met his family was. This is how their first kid, the, the parents' first kiss was at a dance. Yeah, the enchantment under the sea dance. Enchantment of the, the fish under the sea dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the enchantment under the sea dance, and that's where they yeah. had their first kiss. Or ball or something. Yeah. So instead of, you know, at this point, Lorraine, well, that's, that's the mom's name. Lorraine yeah. has no interest in, in George McFly. And George yep. McFly is being bullied by Biff, who's. Oh, yes. Basically, a, the bully from the past, from his future as well. Basically, his dad's boss in the future. Big prick. Oh, that's right. He, yeah. he was his dad's boss. So he's being bullied by this man, and this guy is basically, you know, your fucking average bully. Yeah, your you, stereotypical 1980s jock boy type bully. For the 1955. Uh, yeah, yeah, via 1955, but 1980s style. Yeah, so you know he's he, he's got his own little crew of people. They're all douchebags too, you know. Where if they actually existed, they'd be the ones getting made fun of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously, like that one guy glasses. with glasses. Oh god, with glasses. Hey, look, life is ever. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, dude, even I want to give you a swirly. He, and I play Dungeons and Dragons. He was wearing he was wearing these like 3D glasses. I guess that was a <laughs> yes. thing back then. That's okay. that's right. It was. But, like uh, Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah, like Bebop yeah. and Rocksteady. I, I forgot they did that shit. After trying to get his mom and dad together, so yeah. horrible, you know, in failed attempts, there's one scene in particular I enjoy. It's when uh, Marty goes into his dad's house. Yeah, wearing as, the radiation just suit. Just as a radiation suit. And he says, he's Darth Vader? Yeah, I am Darth Vader from the planet. I forget what he says. I think, I think he, he said, says Krypton. I think he said Krypton or yeah. Vulcan. Vulcan, planet that's Vulcan. right. I am Darth Vader from the planet Vulcan. And he keeps playing like this speed metal blasted in his ears because his, his dad it says Van Halen mix. Or That's right. Yeah, he's playing Van Halen like full blast in these headphones. So his dad, so his dad doesn't know what's going on because they're headphones, you know? Head- <laughs> Who knows? And, what the, you don't know what those are. Yeah. And so, so he, and every time his dad starts to question something, he hits a button and, and he thinks that he's melting his it's mind. It's a guitar solo and it's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> He's like, you must ask Lorraine, you know, you, you must the prom. go to the prom or whatever to yeah. dance, and you must talk to her and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he finally gets him to kind of, kind of get, and he's trying to give his dad confidence. Yeah. You know, yeah. The one, entire time he's like trying to build him up. He's like, okay, so this is what we're going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to take advantage of her. You're going to come around. You're going to knock me out. Cause she's going to think I'm this huge asshole. Yeah. The you basic- know, and he goes, get your damn hands off her. He goes, do I have to say damn? Yes, God damn it, you have to say damn. Yeah, well, the, Marty's take taking his mom to, yeah. the, to the dance, and they're supposed to fool around in the car. Well, before they start fooling around, George is supposed to, his dad's supposed to come and pull him off, you know, pull him off her and blah, 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 because he thinks his mom's fucking innocent. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, there's one scene where he's, like, trying to talk to him. He's all, yeah, that's the best, that's the, the best part of it, dad, 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 daddy <laughs> Daddy-o. <laughs> so, <laughs> fast forward to the dance. Okay, so what happens? He's in the he's in the car with his mom, and his mom <laughs> starts drinking. Yeah, from a flask. And she's like, he's like, do you mind if we just park? She's like, sure. He's like, what are you talking about? She goes, I'm 17. You think I haven't parked before? <laughs> he's just like, oh Jesus. And she starts drinking and smoking and shit, and he's freaking out like he's yeah. seeing his side of her. I love when she kisses him. She's like. 
I don't. This sounds odd, but when I kiss you, it's like kissing my brother. Yeah. Well, he's, <laughs> he squeaks when he kiss, she kisses yeah. him. He's like, eh! he's like, what the fuck's going on? And finally, he gets pulled out, and you can just see that oh, thank God look in his face. And he pulls out, and guess who got him? He's Biff hasn't. Biff pulls yeah. him out, and so they. I think he, Biff beats the shit out of him, and they put him yeah, in the back. Locks him in a truck or a trunk of a car, which happens to be the uh, trunk of the band. Yes. So. And Biff is basically fondling her, and you get her legs out. And, of course, uh, George, the dad, sees that, doesn't know it's Biff, grabs him, pulls him out of the car, looks at him, hey, you, get your damn hands off her. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and they start fighting, and he's right. Biff puts George in an arm lock, and, of course. Yeah, like Lorraine, a straight arm bar, basically. Yeah, Lorraine's like, don't do it. You're going to break his arm, blah, blah, blah. And he pushes Lorraine down, and that's what fucking gets. George. Oh yeah, that 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 triggered it, and he just turned around, and clocks Biff. One 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 hitter quitter drops him. Well, he does like a spin. Yeah, <laughs> he does like this spin. He passes. He just falls down, and Lorraine's eyes, you know, basically light up, and they, they go yeah. and think. And everybody sees that it happened, so everyone's like running. Oh my god, someone knocked out Biff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess he was a. I guess no one liked poor Biff. So yeah, they just put up with him. So <laughs> so. so Marty ends up because they, they the band hears Marty in the trunk and they go to get him out, but they bust up his hand and he's like, Okay, you guys need to go back, you know, I need to go back in. You guys need to go out there and play. Yeah, because my my parents, you know, need a need a dance and fall in love. And they're like, Well, <laughs> you you fucked up my guitar player's hand. So unless you know someone who can play the guitar, oh. go ahead and <laughs> yes, you know, who? and he's like and so Marty, being in the band, know how to play guitar, starts playing the guitar. Mm-hmm. Start there's a hundred different ways to play Earth Angel. Yes. And unless I'm pretty sure unless they told him or he learned the 1950s chords, which are actually pretty difficult. I, I have tried doing and I, I can't. Uh, it, it's a little the fingering's a little too odd for me uh, still because uh, well, I'm learning how to play guitar. But it's, it, it's, strum, it's a beautiful song. Strum. Yeah. Strum. But it's well, it, it's the it's the F. It's, it's the, the F chord. It's the power F chord that they use. Yeah. Um, it, it's the fingering. It makes it it's, it's a difficult transition. Plus, there's a couple hammer ons uh, that make it sound really cool. Yeah. I'll give it to Michael J. Fox. Uh, somebody did show him the basic fingering positions for it because when you watch the movie, he is playing the right chords. Now, was Parkinson's an issue back then? I think he had it during the it second was. movie. It was. However, uh, he he said that during all that, he kept it quiet. He didn't like people to know. Yeah, yeah. And so he was always very quiet with it. Now, shit, in the middle of interviews, he'll be like, hey, I got to go take, you know, uh, he had one with Barbara Walters not too long ago. A couple yeah, years about ago, the thirty. I think. Oh, well, he had one recently about the thirty-year anniversary. Yeah, and and he and he started moving real bad. He goes, "Hey, look." He goes, "Hey, uh, pause the interview for a moment. I I gotta go take my medicine." Yeah. And he comes back and goes, "Hey, sorry about that. I had to take my medicine." I'm fine. Well, yeah, it, it's. Yeah, and he's like, you know what? Everyone knows now. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Let's 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 educate well, some people. He's on an this. he's an advocate for. Yeah, for, and you can't do for, that by hiding it. That so the scene we're getting to is the biggest one of the biggest oh, known yeah. scenes from from the movie and it's one of my favorite scenes because he rocks out. But anyway, he's yeah. playing Earth Angel and they're dancing and I think was it during Earth Angel. Yeah, it was during Earth yeah. Angel. Something one of Biff's thugs, thugs comes yeah. in and cut, tries to cut in and is dancing with Lorraine and mm -hmm. doesn't he clock him too? Well, what happens is like he walks. Oh, he away. pushes him. That's right. He pushes him because he he wasn't there when Biff got knocked out. Yeah. So he like takes Lorraine and just like I'm taught I'm taught taught bitch in school now. And then he gets mad and he comes walking over and he gra grabs him by the shirt and shoves him to the floor. And he grabs Lorraine and just like shoves his tongue down her throat. And she's like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> spank me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, spank me in front of everybody. So, yeah. Like, yeah, 1980s Leah Thompson, I would have been like, okay. Whatever you want, <laughs> Leah Thompson. Just take me home. I'm your puppy dog. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, so, like, everybody, everybody's clapping and he's like, okay, well, we got to do something. You know, something more. The crowd's loving it. And he goes, well, come on, let's do something that really cooks. And he's like, okay, tell you what. And so he goes out and makes a little speaky speech. And he goes, all right, guys, try to try to keep up. Watch watch the change on the on the F sharp. Or he goes, watch the change on the on the F sharp and the B, B flat and try to keep up. Yeah. And he starts playing Johnny Be Good. Oh, the biggest, one of the, one of the best yeah. parts of the movie right there. And yeah. it's not now, Michael J. Fox singing. Obviously. Yeah, and I don't even think it's Chuck Berry. No, but they did. It's somebody doing a cover. Now, here is my favorite bootstrap paradox ever, next to Ocarina of Time's Song of Storms. <laughs> because while he is playing, the guy who busted his hand, his last name is Marvin Berry. Yep. His cousin is Chuck Berry. 
the person who released Johnny B. Good. Now, this is this is what I, I don't remember exactly why it's called a bootstrap. I think it's because it just it's a continuous cycle. Mm-hmm. But basically, and it and it all ties together. But here 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 here's the basic rundown of it. Michael J. Fox only knows Johnny B. Good because he learned he learned the music after Chuck Berry released it. But Chuck Berry only learned it because he heard Michael, Michael J. J. Fox playing. playing it. But Michael J. Fox only learned to play it because Chuck Berry released it. Yeah. But Chuck Berry only released it because he originally heard Michael J. Fox playing it. So who originally created Johnny B. Good? The chicken or the egg? The chicken or the egg. So and that's a bootstrap paradox. So basically, this guy is on the phone with with Chuck Berry, right? Yeah. And uh, he's like, "Hey, I don't know if you're blah blah blah. You've been looking for that new sound. Listen to this." And he puts the yeah. phone out, and 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 yeah, and freaking everyone's dancing, everyone's having a good time. And then of course, and then of course, he uh, starts going like ape shit, Van Halen. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, you know, harmonics. And yeah, and he's like <laughs> sliding on fucking stage. Everyone kind of stops and looks at him, kicking over amplifiers. Yeah, everyone kind of stops and looks at him, and he's like, you know, he said something like. Uh, yeah, you're not ready for this, but, but your kids children, are gonna kids are going to love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they basically, so he basically gets his dad and mom together. They talk to him, and she's like, "I'm going home with him." Blah blah blah. I'm going home with the uh, with George, and he's like, "Oh, thank God, kids." And he goes, "If you're, if you know, one of the things, the last things he says to him is before he leaves to go meet the doc." If your kid ever catches the the carpet on fire, go easy on him <laughs> or something yeah. like that. And uh, just real quick, there there's an there's another statement. That after he leaves, she says, "Marty, that's a really that's a really nice name." Oh, that's why right. he is still called Marty, and their first child isn't called Mar- Marty. I don't know. Well, it's again. Did she go from Calvin to Marty? That's my question. Well, because because he said he said his real name's Mar- Marty when they met. She said, "Oh, I thought your name was Calvin. It's written all over your underwear." Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, he goes, "Well, my name's actually Marty." Anyway, this at this point he comes and he talks. He finally meets. Uh, the doc and the doc and is trying to set everything up at a point where like one of the cops talks to him and asks him if he has a permit. He's like, yeah, I have a permit. Fucking liar. <laughs> yeah. and, and Marty's trying to warn him about the Libyans. And he's like, you can't tell me about the future. No, basically to quote, quote, uh, 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 doc, uh doctor who mm-hmm. no spoilers. So he's it, it, in the long run. He basically writes him a note and he tears yeah. the note up and I think he puts it in his pocket or something. I can't remember. But, yeah, because uh, he put it in his pocket, and he and he's in. Doc Brown feels it somehow when he puts his hand in his pocket, and he's like, "What is this?" He's like, "It's just something you need to know." And he tears it up, and he's just like, "God damn it!" Yeah. So he's in the car waiting, uh, waiting for whatever. There's a time. There's a time limit, like a timer going down. He's trying to start the engine, it's not starting, and Doc is is trying to get shit going, and with the with the. Um, Things are breaking. The things wires are breaking. Are breaking wires yeah. are breaking. He has to climb up the fucking tower and connect the connectors, which is cool. And then he yeah. slides down it just in time. And <laughs> then you know the car uh, car hits the the cord and the lightning hits just on time. And freaking Marty goes home. Yeah, he goes back to the future. Well, he yeah. goes, but there's things that are a little different in the. Yeah, like he he goes back in time a few like like ten minutes. Why he didn't set it for more than ten minutes? God, I don't fucking know. But whatever, plot, tension, movie, fun. Yeah. Yep. And so what, what I do like is he is the is the old mayor is the drunk on the bench. Yep. Which is freaking hilarious. Which is hilarious. Yeah. So <laughs> and and the Libyans go by, but now they have their lights on. Yeah, the lights are on, <laughs> and uh, they shoot the doc, and he basically watches it all happen. He watches himself go back in time. Yeah. And then he runs up to Doc. You know what? Why the like the Libyans are still there? I, it wasn't that long after the Libyans yeah. crashed, right? Yeah, and and somehow he ran about ten miles in less than ten minutes yeah. without you know. Well, he ran like a exasperating. I wouldn't say so. ten miles, but yeah, you get the idea. It is a long yeah. way. Well, he gets to the dock, and the dock, he's like, oh no, you know whatever. He's all upset, and then uh, the the dock kind of looks at him. He's all how, and he pulls open his his. Uh, uh, I want to say like a his lab coat. His lab coat, and there's a freaking bulletproof vest under it. Yeah. Now, go ahead. unless Doc invented something, dragon skin, that would that vest was not going to stop, you know, a thirty round magazine of three of three away. Were they like two people shoot at him? Yeah, it was eight. Yeah, it was two AK forty sevens. 
full auto. I, you would and he expect, took about 30 rounds. Yeah, and you would expect maybe, because those things aren't really, you know, dead on accurate. They kick pretty good, and they're Libyan. Those Libyans didn't really aim too well. Yeah. Well, maybe that's what it was. Maybe they hit him once. Yeah, maybe. I know I know they hit him at least five times if you count yeah. it. Well, so, anyway. yeah, it still it should not have stopped it. But, you know, movie. again, movie, suspense, fun. <laughs> movie, suspense, fun. Back to the future. Anyway, yeah. he so happy ending there. He's alive. Everything's good. He goes back home, and he realizes that his home isn't quite the home he remembers. <laughs> yeah. His, yeah. He wakes up. Like, the house is actually all nice and clean. People are happy in the morning. And his brother is wearing a suit. And he goes, Tim. I think his name was, I think his name was Tim. Yeah. He goes, what? You're wearing a suit. He goes, I always wear a suit on my before I go to the office. And all I could think during that scene is even at like six or seven years old, it was, you still live with your parents when you have a job? Yeah. <laughs> oh, remember, beforehand, his, his, everyone, his brother and his sister were both unemployed. And what's funny is uh, his sister is like all super attractive now. Yeah. She's skinny. And, and her oh, mom's like, nice. oh, I... Yeah, yeah. Her her mom's like, I just got, I just took another two messages from from some boys. You're quite popular. Yeah. Well, this is the best part. His dad walks in and he's got all this confidence. You can just see it around him. He's glowing oh, confidence. Yeah. Talks about yeah. He's, he's got new he's book. got like a, a a perfectly tailored suit. He's walking with his head up. He's got his arms back. He's like he's like he's like all strutting. He's talking about selling. He just sold a. He just made he it sold a book. book. It's a bestseller. I think it was yeah. like believe in yourself. Oh. Believe in yourself, or something like that. Yeah, some love beyond the stars. It's something, and it had, it was about uh, about an alien coming down and hooking up <laughs> two people. <laughs> yeah. And it was the picture of what he looked like when he was in that radiation suit. Darth Vader from the planet Vulcan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, and guess who is the bitch of the situation? Poor Biff. Yep. Poor Biff now works for George McFly. He's out there, and guess what happens? Ms. Marty McFly walks out, and guess what's in that fucking garage? It's the truck he always wanted, and Biff yeah. is putting coats of wax on it. Yeah, yep. because his dad's super successful. Yep. And, his, and so his family's got whatever they want. Well, his dad even, uh, George actually uh, actually says uh, something to, to, to uh, Biff. Yeah, like, I, I know you've been wanting it. And, yeah, and Biff comes in, he goes, hey, I finished up your car, too. Yeah, put your yeah here you go. On. go. See, though, that's what I'm saying. He... he uh, he, uh, George tells Biff, don't con me, because remember, he said that shit to him. Yep. He, it was the reverse in the beginning of the movie. So it was nice to see that change. So yep. I'll let you I'll let you talk about the end of this. Explain the end of, of uh, the first movie where... Hilariously. Okay, so so they, he, en- he, he ends up back, and as, as like they're sitting there talking about going, going away for the weekend up to the cabin with the guys or something like that. Yeah, that's what it was all, all about. All of a sudden, there's this bright flash, all this wind, and... Doc shows up, and he and he jumps out. And he's got he 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 is basically at this point. If you've ever seen Rick and Morty on Adult Swim, he looks exactly like the inspir like like Rick. He was the inspiration is, for that. Yeah, because he's totally inspired. Even, even his voice, everything like that. He's even wearing the sunglasses that those super tight, solid piece wraparounds. Yep. He jumps out. His hair's all wild, and he just goes, Marty, 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 Marty. You got to come back with me. Well, back where, Doc? Back to the future. It's, he goes, Doc, I'm kind of Mills. He goes, no, Marty, this isn't about you. It's your kids, Marty. Clark. He gets into the car, and he's he's like, we don't have enough road to get to 88 miles per hour. Roads? Well, oh, that's right. We don't need roads. And the car transforms into like this hover yeah, okay, that's right, spaceship-looking thing. It's all I can think, think of that part was, Five minutes ago in the movie, you hit 88 down that street, no problem. He had to have that, or that maybe just maybe he flew in. I don't know, but yeah, either way, that that's a kind of a that's kind of a problem. But at the same time, it's cool yeah. movie fun, like you said. So they do this like they go in the air and they flip around and then whoosh, go through time. Yeah, and then to it's be to be continued. And that was the longest fucking wait for a <laughs> sequel that I've ever fucking waited for. Yeah. Because it took what? It was 1950. I think it was the, the second one, the second one was released in 1989. Something like that. Something I know it was like, years. It was years. Years and years later. And, and I, that one I did see in the theaters. Oh, and the sequel was cool. Sequel was good. I it was actually it. good. I liked it. In my opinion, it wasn't as good as the first one because it followed the same premise, but I right. don't care. That was still good. It was still good. So the sequel, I want you to set us up for that one. Well, they they end up going in, into the future where, where all the you know where the cars can fly and stuff like that. And what's really funny is he he jumps into the future instantly in fucking incoming traffic. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
everyone's swerving around and honking at him and everything like that. And and so he, he finally tell you know tells him what's up. You know, your kids are in trouble. Uh, you know, we're 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 here to stop that. And again, this is where we end up having the whole thing with with the chicken. It really starts playing playing in even more. Yeah, you and, barely seen it in the first movie. Like they, yeah. they kind of say it a, a few times. Kind of hint at it. And then this in the sequel, it kind of pushed. They push it a little more. You kind of see more. Nobody of calls me chicken. Nobody calls me chicken. So and one of my favorite parts of that was. He ends up going into this 1980s style cafe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like the Max Headroom and like all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's got Max Headroom. Michael like Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hologram servers and oh. stuff like that. Michael Jackson selling Pepsi on the on the commercials, and Beautiful. he sees an old Nintendo Light Zapper gun uh, game, and I, I, it, it wasn't Hogan's Alley. It was the, uh, like, it was that it, Wild West one. It was, I think, it was a generic version of it. Uh, I think it was Crackshot. So, yeah, I think it, I think it was crash. Yeah, and so he's standing there, and the kids are looking at. It, they're like, "What? What? What? What is this?" He goes, "Oh, hey!" He goes, "Watch this, kids! I'm a crack shot at this," and it says, "Go!" And he draws, and he fires, and he hits. You know, hits every single person with it, and is all, "You're a crack shot!" And high score, and the kids are all. You got to use your hands to play it. That's a baby's game. <laughs> <laughs> they walk off, and these kids are like eight or nine years old, man. Yeah, and this was what it was uh, October. 24th 19 or 2015 yeah you know we did forget something about the first movie remember the black guy that turned into the 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 mayor oh yeah because he goes yeah in the very first movie he meets this guy who's doing nothing but sweeping the the diner and he goes and he's talking to marty and he goes he says something he goes you know like take me for example you think i'm gonna sweep the floors in here every single day no i've got big plans and marty goes that's right you're gonna gonna be be mayor mayor, yeah and the guy mayor. goes, Black Mayor? That'll be the day. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he is the mayor. He turns out to be the mayor, and the mayor's yeah. actually a bum. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's a good, yeah, that's something we did forget about the first movie. So where are we at in the second one? They just... So so he's in, so he's in there, and then all of a sudden, somebody who looks exactly like him, but wearing floppy clothes and everything like that, come in. Oh, that's right. It's his son. Well, we yeah, forgot one of the big. He parts. finds out that it's his son. We forgot about something important. Remember what? His right girlfriend. before that, where he sees Jaws. No, his. Oh, that. Remember that too. But his girlfriend. I don't. Oh yeah, Doc Brown knocked her out so that she wouldn't. Yeah. Get involved. Yeah. So she was. So I don't know how the hell she got in the car. How the hell she got? I was it that one or was it the? No, it was no, that one. Got, he, it was yeah, that he one. got in the car with her and then he knocked her. Oh, he goes, that's Doc, right. What'd you do? Because a mild sedative. She won't. She won't remember anything. Yeah. So. Yeah. And so. The Jaws part. The Jaws part. Talk about that. Yeah. So right before he gets in 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 into that cafe, uh, he's walking through and all of a sudden this giant <laughs> 3D solid light hologram comes at him and like bites him, and then it says like Jaws 16 or yeah. something like that, and he goes. Damn shark still looks fake. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so back back to where he meets up with his son in the in the thing. Biff comes in, and Biff from the Biff past? knocks yeah the, the future Biff. Yeah. Uh, knock and I forget what is. It's like Biff's grandson or yeah, something it's, like it's, that. It's the grandson of Biff. He's a dick too. Yeah. And so he knocks him down, and he's like, "Oh yeah, Biff, whatever you want, Biff," because he wanted him like smuggle drugs or something. Mm-hmm. He, he was, you know, he's basically using, you know, Marty's son as a drug mule. Yeah. Marty like tells him, you know, shut up, stay down, grabs his hat and stands right up. And all, they, all of a sudden they step back. They're like, what the hell? And he's like insulting Biff and he goes to punch him. And Biff's like all like mechanically enhanced. It's like, it's like and, a metal thing yeah, on his chin. Yeah. And like grabs his arm and starts to whoop his ass. And then he ends up on the most iconic thing in the movie oh, and the God. most iconic thing that everybody always remembers the hoverboards well that and the shoes yeah oh yeah and the self-lacing shoes yeah now the th- this movie was so I- iconic in this way that literally people for decades have been asking and begging for a hoverboard so much so Mattel finally for back to the future day last year actually released a toy hoverboard. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not functional like in the movies and stuff like that. However, it looks like it. It's got the sounds. And it was a very limited edition. Well, Nike ride. released the shoes as well. And Nike released the <clears throat> shoes. So there you go. That goes to show just how like contra- how, how big this move- these movies are. 
Yeah, and, and the same with this. And, and you know, just because we're running out of time, we'll, we'll speed things speed things up a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, uh, in the end, what happens is he finds a sports encyclopedia from 1985 to 2015. Now, what's interesting about this? It was almost right. The Cubs almost won this World Series. Mm-hmm. They they didn't get to the World. But that would have been one of the biggest holy fuck predictions in Hollywood history. Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah, it causes this huge fallout. So he ends up going back to his past. Things are completely fucked up. Well, they well, end up going. Hold on. What's up? We, we, we're forgetting about, you know, he basically has to fix his kids. Uh, I think he's oh, a. Yeah. I think he's a. Uh, he's a drunk in the future. His yeah. Future. Well, he's he, he's he's taking a lot of shit from Biff's son. Yeah. It's pretty much oh, no, 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 no from a Japanese dude. Yeah. It's pretty. This and is pretty so much goes, it. It's, goes, it's, Are you chicken? Send me send me these files. So he sends it to yeah. him, and his boss finds out. He fires him, and that's when his girlfriend realizes. He's got this little quirk that if someone calls him chicken, he loses his shit, and that's what's going to get him fired. And she keeps it. She mm-hmm. keeps this little "you're fired" because it goes all over his house. They end up getting her back. She sees herself from the future, passes out. <laughs> they put her back in the car. They go back to the past, and all of a sudden, everything's crap. Everything and Doc is- Brown realizes, "Oh, you did something wrong." So they go back to the past again, finding out that Biff went there, which when they got back in the car, they should have saw that the time was wrong and gone, holy shit, someone else went back. Let's figure this out right now. But again, movie, tension, fun. Well, you're, you're missing a key aspect. When uh, when Marty bought that that almanac, do, the doc actually gave him a big speech on how he shouldn't do this and that, and he oh, threw right. it away. Yeah. So Biff from, or, yeah, Biff from the past saw that. He goes, that. there's something awfully familiar about all this. Yeah, so he, he got it, took it, the, took, it the, took it the past, and basically used it, which yeah. is, yeah, so go on. Yes, which, which screws up his present, so they have to go back in the past to get it, to, uh, to, to get it back. They get it back. Everything, everything seems, seems better. And then at the end of the movie, he's in the truck. They're getting ready to go away from the weekend, and Biff's kid or Biff's cousin, whoever whoever this guy is related to Biff because he looks just like Biff. Yeah. Basically tells him, come on, let's race that pretty new truck of yours. He goes, what are you, chicken? And he goes, no one calls me chicken. So he, he hauls ass and she goes, oh my God, no. Slams on his brakes, turns his wheel, and he misses this Mercedes. And that's what put his life in such shit in the future because he fucks up this person and ends up, you know, so much in debt and everything yep. else. And then she pulls the thing out that says you're fired and it disappears. Yep. And he kind of learns his lesson that, okay, I'm not going to, you know, be as patsy like this anymore. Kind of. Yeah. So, and then, and then, uh, he gets, uh, he ends up getting trapped in the past. I don't know how the hell they went back or why yeah, they for, went back. Uh, somehow he ended up, he, he was looking for Doc Brown. He was looking for Doc Brown because he ended up getting struck by lightning again in the DeLorean. Oh, while well, he was flying, that's right. Yeah, while he was flying, because he gets caught, he gets caught up in, in like this big balloon type thing for like real estate, mm-hmm. and he's trying to tell Doc, you know, everything's fine, you know, and then it gets struck by lightning. He disappears, and this guy shows up almost immediately, and he's like, "Here's a letter," and he's like, "Oh my God, he's alive, but he's in the past, and he can't get here." That's how he finds out about to be continued. In yeah, that part. the the DeLorean, and it's just like, oh wow. To be concluded. Yes. Yeah. And then the third one, which is actually really good. Oh, the third one was um, amazing. They in, in, in yeah. the end of the, the end of the, the second one, they showed they actually showed clips for the third one. That was basically saying, Hey guys, we're not gonna we're not gonna forget about yes. it. And yeah, it was like Lord of the Rings. They were almost they were shooting it almost simultaneously. Yeah, that time yeah, they did the two together. And yep. they, they we didn't have to wait. I think we waited maybe a year and a half for the, the yeah, like two years or something like that. And finally, so, yeah. it comes out, and uh, I forget. Oh, it was freaking awesome! Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, um, I like in the very beginning when he he's dressed up like all kinds of weird looking, and he goes, "I look kind of like he goes, I look like Clint Eastwood." And Doc Brown, because this is 1950s, Doc Brown goes, "Who?" And he looks over, and right next to him are Clint Eastwood's very first movies. When he was not named Clint Eastwood yet. Yep. Which is really freaking hilarious. Which is funny because he he they were actually calling him Clint Eastwood in the past. Yeah. Because yeah, he kept saying, "What's your name, Clint Eastwood?" Which is which makes it even funnier because one of the streets is named after Clint Eastwood because of that. Yeah, because of that. Instead, because it was originally named after Clara Wilson, I think her Something name was like that. Yeah. Uh, who ended up on a stagecoach went went over it. Now, again, this is one of those. The geography doesn't make any sense. Oh, so, yeah, there's a cliff. Yeah, there's a cliff. 
that she goes over and they name this road after her, but there's no cliff in this town. It's a hell of a drop too. It's not like, yeah. Oh yeah. This ain't, this isn't no hill. This is not like stepping off the curve. It is like the, like a half grand you fucking Canyon drop. You can fill that bitch in. It's that's what I'm saying. You, yeah. There's no, film but that in with they never, they never showed it in Hill Valley anywhere. We, but this street's named after her because that's where the accident happens. Well, he goes back in the past. They end up having to like jerry rig all this stuff together. Like he found out how to make ice for himself, and yeah, in in, in the in, in the in the old west in the eighteen hundreds, and and Doc falls in Doc love with ends a woman. up saving the chick who was yeah. supposed to die, Clara, Clara, yeah, and so. He's like, she was supposed to die. That's who this street's named after. And he's like, and he's like, oh crap! I changed the future. I wasn't supposed to. Well, in the long run, he, he falls in love with her. Yeah, and he ends up fighting Biff's great, great, great ancestor. Yeah, which looks is funny. like, yeah, it looks like kind of like Doc Holliday, you know, had sex with a very angry German shepherd. Well, actually, Doc Holliday had sex with like Bluto. Yeah. 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 So. You you have that, and then uh, there's, there's a part towards the end that he's got to do this this showdown where they're shooting each other, and it's all because of the whole chicken thing. He says, "You yella," you know yeah. that kind of thing. And while they're doing that, Doc Doc has got this thing with Clara, and they're kind of going out. And there's a bunch of stuff that happens between. Well, and interestingly enough, okay, this is another one of those they uh-huh. took a picture in the graveyard because it had Doc Brown's gravestone in there. And when he looks at the picture again, there's a gravestone for Clint Eastwood. Oh, that's right. So he was supposed to. So somehow, again, one of those really temporal funky, displacements. Yeah, temporal, real temporal displacements where all of a sudden, wait a minute, his grave's there next to Doc Brown's, and he didn't see it before because he wasn't. And if you watch the movie, it is there when they yeah. first go there. Well, my favorite one of my favorite scenes is is Doc is drinking in the pub. They just he just broke up with Clara. He had to because he wants he has to drink. He's going to go back, and he's yeah. drinking. And Marty comes in and he goes. And well, first thing he's talking to one of these guys is telling like in the future people run for fun. He's like, "Are you kidding me? In the yeah. future people run for, for fun." fun? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then uh, Marty comes in and he's talking to the he's you know he's like. Man, Doc must be really hammered. And he's like, he's still on the first drink. Yeah. <laughs> nope, he's still on the first drink. <laughs> Which is great. So And he finishes it and he turns around and falls. <laughs> yeah. So so I want to remember I think that um I think during the 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 uh the showdown between him and Biff's great 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 ancestor, uh there was he he pulled a freaking an actual Clint Eastwood move where he put that yes. plating. Yeah, he used a, a cast iron pan as a bulletproof. Now, another another really cool tie-in in the second movie, the um, the movie that Clint Eastwood does that in. Biff, the alternate present Biff, is watching, watching that, that movie. Yes, and Marty is watching it. He comes in while he's watching it, and he even goes, "Ah, bulletproof vest, freaking genius!" Yep. And then he actually does it marty does it in the third movie well it's amazing how they tie everything together so they do that and uh yeah it does he doesn't kill biff i think he shoots something out of his hand shoots the gun out of his hand or something i forget yeah yeah he he basically uh uh knocks him out somehow yeah something happens i forgive me and i remember okay in in to to go back real quick the first time he meets biff's ancestor he's in the saloon and he pulls out biff's ancestor pulls out the gun points at him goes dance and he starts to kind of like hop around and then he starts moonwalking yeah. and, just, and he jumps and he does the little toe thing where he jumps up on his toes and he hits the spittoon and it spills all over Biff's ancestor. Yeah. And that's what started it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a dance scene. There's a bunch of, there's a bunch of other stuff we're not talking about, but those are, yeah. you know, we're trying to speed it up a little. So they, they're being, they, you have to push the DeLorean with a train and yeah, up to 88 miles yeah. an hour. Now that for some reason it had power, but it, they didn't have uh, uh, energy. Yeah. And and why why the DeLorean, which was being able to run on trash for nuclear fission? I I got again. Well, that started movie, in the second one. Tension, fun. Yeah, that started in the second one. But yeah, you know, I don't think it was. I don't, you know, in trash. Tr- there's trash in the fucking past. Come on, guys. Yeah. But I think I think that I want to say something else was wrong with it to where it wouldn't start. Probably. So, it's been a while since I seen it. So uh, what happened was Doc built these like bricks. Or these coal things that would give the the uh, train enough power to push it to eighty eight miles an hour. Yeah. 
and they're pushing it in. They're pushing it in. So, so Marty's in the car. Doc is in the train. And somehow, 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 somewhere, Clara finds out that what's going on, you know, that, that Doc is leaving, and she goes to fucking go with him. Yeah, that fucking just, woman. Yeah, that just causes all sorts of shit to happen. If it, nothing went off as planned, Doc ended up, uh, Doc ended up having to save Clara again. Wow. And misses his chance to go home. Yeah, misses his chance so, to go home. So as far as everyone can tell, Clint Eastwood has now died by going off the edge of this uh, of this uh, uh, cliff because the train there, there was new track being laid across. This, yeah, they were still going the track. Thing. And the train. So what they did was they they made it so that it wasn't going to go onto its alternate route. So it was going to continue to go off the cliff. Yeah. He ends up he ends up on the railroad track, and everyone's like, "What the hell?" Because the the things are down. Yeah. They said that he Doc told him to destroy the the time machine once yeah. it's back. And he and he kind of doesn't want to, but then all of a sudden, the train, the train a train shows up and just obliterates the DeLorean, and it out comes walking Clara. And the and uh, uh, Doc was it Doc that Brown. train and like three kids by the way but yeah was well it that yeah train? two kids it was Jules and Vern yeah what was it that kid was it that train that, that ran over the DeLorean yeah his okay. train is the one that ran over the DeLorean. okay well either way the DeLorean was destroyed we have ourselves a happy ending because you know they're not gone forever but the the funny part about this is after they meet and the dialogue happens the train can fly too yeah the train takes off <laughs> it's like wow you made that back in the 1800s i'm impressed i'm in, yeah you know I'm, and that didn't change the future at all well, what he, the fuck well he probably i mean let's let's be logical he probably went to the future to put the other upgrades into it yeah yeah and then yeah he probably made it like oh okay this is a one time thing we're going to go <laughs> to the future and fix this and make it better yeah, so I mean, how that you know how people didn't go? Oh my God, that's a fucking steam train and shit themselves. Right. The future is beyond me. <laughs> okay, well uh, maybe it. I don't know. Maybe it's a common thing, like with the uh, uh, like the like the TARDIS being a yeah. blue police box, or even Bill and Ted's time machine. You know, being a payphone. Yeah, but the payphone, you could you know, even though nowadays you don't see them that often, they're still around a little bit. You know, like in yeah. I want to say New York or whatever. But uh, you know, this, so if you see one, you're not gonna be like. Oh yeah, okay. Oh, what the fuck is that? We're talking, we're talking flying cars era. Okay, he goes to an yeah, era where there's flying cars and there's a steam train. Okay, that's true. Now, if I if I saw a a, a horseless carriage with a freaking uh, Miata engine yeah. and hauling ass down the road, I'd probably be going, "Holy fuck!" It, myself. That's my point. So, so, yeah. Okay, you're right. We got a we got a special rev- uh, movie review coming up too. Uh, I haven't seen yeah. it, but Sunrise has been lucky enough to, enough to see Deadpool. Why don't you give us a nerd review on Deadpool? Yeah, and honestly, there's n- there's nothing really to spoil. There, I don't want to spoil jokes, so I'm not going to talk about jokes and stuff like that. Let me put it this way. If you know anything about Deadpool and you think that Deadpool might be interesting or you know something of Deadpool, you owe it to yourself to go see this movie. It is probably the best comic book movie ever made, and by accident... It is also the best X-Men movie ever made. See, that's that's also saying a lot simply because you have the first X-Men movie, which I thought was amazing. People will disagree with me. Yeah. Uh, then you have you have the Avengers movie, the first Avengers movie, which was um, freaking believably amazing. It, it was it was good. Uh, there there were some things about it that I was kind of like, eh. now I didn't like the Thor movie. He he mm. went from from don't ever talk to me, I am Thor to. I'm oh, humans are awesome. I'm gonna fuck this human. So I'm, yeah, so yeah, um, but I, I, yeah, I'm fast. not a fan of Thor to begin with because it's a me stolen neither. superhero. It's a stolen okay. concept. Yeah, you know, it's like me going, "I'm gonna make a superhero by the name of Satan." <laughs> I think there is. <laughs> well, you get my idea, though. <laughs> you know, it, it's a basic. It, you're taking mythology and mythos, and you know, yeah. whatever what have you, and you're putting it in as it's it, the guy. Well, it's the same that. thing with Wonder Woman with. With Hades. Yeah, I agree with with. Yeah, I stuff. I'm just. I have even, even heard from people who said they knew nothing about Deadpool going in, came out going that was fucking awesome. Now, if you have any fear of Ryan Reynolds being Deadpool, put put them the rest right don't, now. Don't. The guy was born to be Deadpool. Mm-hmm. He was. He he has pushed so hard to him and uh, um and the director yeah. have pushed so hard to get this movie made, 
and he is the perfect Deadpool. He even makes fun of himself as the as the Wolverine Origins Deadpool in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I won't say how, but they do bring that up, and it's really funny. Well, they bring up the um, Green Lantern. They bring up the Green Lantern, and like at one point where where he's like doing the superhero thing, they're like, "Well, when you make me a superhero, please don't please don't make the suit green or, or animated." animated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and in his wallet, he keeps a picture of himself as a Green Lantern-esque looking character, which, okay, which brings me to a couple of, the, the few problems that I have with this movie. One, Ajax and Angel, they're kind of obscure even for Deadpool to be the villains. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like that they could, they use the obscure people because they could kind of do whatever they wanted with them. Yeah, you know, uh, you see- Colossus acted just like Colossus, but he never turned human. That was my only thing with Colossus. I was always waiting for him to to turn back into human, but he was always as metallic, which is bullshit. Um, which you know, but I'll tell you what, it worked because most of the time he's he's ready for battle and stuff like that, so it actually worked. Well, I say bullshit um, because character wise, he doesn't. You know, from what I yeah, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. Yeah. Um, but I think the reason they did that is because they're they're tying Colossus into X Men Apocalypse. Yeah. And I think that's the route they're going with. Well, it's just like it's just like Batman versus Superman. They're bringing in Wonder Woman so they can bring the fucking Justice League movie out. With them being that way, he he made a couple of DC references, and I and for me being a Marvel film and a Marvel character, and I know Deadpool is extremely self-aware. He never nothing's taken seriously. It's extremely fourth wall breaking. I don't feel he should be making DC references in a Marvel universe. I, you know, I have to agree with that. Like I said, I haven't seen the movie, but if I've seen a DC character talk about like uh, Dynamo or, or whatever, right. or you know, what, another like Marvel make a, character, make make a reference about Wolverine, Wolverine. or the X Men, it would kill like, it. Like if me. Batman was like, yeah, and those X Men, you know, it's yeah. like it, it it doesn't work. So I that was one thing that kind of took me out of well, it a little bit. Well, I will reference this. Remember the remember the Spider Man movie where the uh, where where Aunt May goes, "You're not Superman." That was okay. Yeah. Well, but she doesn't say you're not Superman. She says you're not a Superman. I thought she said you're not Superman. I thought she said you're not a Superman. As in you you can't do it all. Well, I think I think she said super. Well, if she said Superman, there was a DC reference there. But I uh, yeah. with that. See, and that okay. th- things like that kind of bother me. Well, it, it takes it out of I, context. It takes you yeah. out, of, out of the magic of the movie theater. You're like, oh, this is, you know, and I agree with you on that simply because. So it's like, okay, wait a minute. So in Spider-Man's world, Superman is still a comic? And I, I agree with you, you know, simply because DC and Marvel are their own two different worlds. If you mix the two, it's just not going to work. You know, it's, right. it's like, it's like, uh, it's like putting two different dimensions together. The world's going to fucking blow up. Yeah. My other complaint with it was, uh, I wish the movie was longer. <laughs> <laughs> How long was it? it? It was an average hour, 20 minutes. Okay, that's not too uh, bad. It's just the movie was so damn good. They're already I literally, when it was over, I, I literally went, oh. A couple of times where it was a little too CGI I thought... during some of the fights. Okay, okay. Um, uh, Which further makes it funny because of that reference, don't make my suit animated. And it's like, uh, well, they, they, they did animate them. Quite a few times, yeah, for the action sequences. Uh, but otherwise, I think the jokes were on point. They were freaking hilarious. The opening credits set the mood for the entire movie. Like they're not even real credits. It's <laughs> like starring an over an over an overpaid dick, uh, is a, a moody teenager, gratuitous <laughs> cameos, directed by by some superfluous tool. That's <laughs> written by the real heroes here. And it's it's really he's teabagging a dude while giving somebody a wedgie. It's it's freaking perfect. It's Deadpool. It it is very, very much Deadpool. Oh, that was my that was my other complaints. He only says, let's go make some fucking chimichangas once, but I understand that they didn't want it to go overboard. They wanted it to be that special thing. They didn't want the entire movie to be lip service. Yeah, you know, and maybe the sequel, because they are talking about a sequel. Already. Oh, no, it, 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 it is confirmed. They are doing a sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is going to have Cable, which I'm fucking excited for. Awesome. Um, I If they do get Dolph Lundgren to play Cable, oh, I don't know shit. how I will feel about that, well, but I, fuck it up might man. work. Bob only, you only found out, you, he only mentions Bob at the end of the movie and bob is such an important part of deadpool well but maybe that he, was a part for the sequel to come out maybe it was like you know and i'm really hoping so because 
right now his current roommate is re- she is really fucking funny. <laughs> Real and she it is so perfect. It it is a perfect matching pair with it. Um I like how they changed his origin. He's not a weapon X. He is part of it you are kind of suggest that it's it's Hydra. Yeah. Like 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 a part of Hydra but not really um I think because they weren't allowed to use Hydra. Um because of some upcoming movie licensing issues, because it's Fox and so, and the the other Marvels aren't Fox movies. Oh, that makes sense. Um, and so they weren't allowed to use Hydra, uh, so they it, it's very heavily implied but never said that it's like an offshoot of Hydra, like maybe a squad or two, well, like did, like part of their. Did Disney their have team. anything to do with this one? It's Fox. It's only Fox. okay. Well, congrats, to and that's Fox, part of it. And congrats, congrats yeah. for there being a superhero movie that's Marvel that isn't. Yes, that's Disney. why I got a rated R. Because Fox did not at first want to do rated R. They wanted to do a PG to PG-13 rating. Okay. And Reynolds and uh, the director, I want it's not Miller. What is his name? I, 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 am, I feel so bad for not remembering the, the director's name because he even plays the bartender, Weasel, and he is fucking hilarious. And so what they did was they released a, they made a fake movie trailer and said, if you are going to do Deadpool, this is how the movie has to be, and they put it on YouTube. Yep. And everyone lost their shit and went, I, "Oh my god!" I remember it because when is it this was coming out? Basic. Yeah. It was basically that that it was CG. Yeah. It's like, wow, you're gonna give us all the money. Okay. Well, let me give Fox some credit here. Got to give Fox some cre- credit because they aren't Disney and they did an amazing uh, Marvel comic movie. Yeah. L- let's just put it this way: they nailed Deadpool. This is Deadpool. Good. Flat out. Good. Well, when it comes to Disney, I have a theory. I think it's yeah. Sunrise knows about this theory. Yeah. Because you know, every so often, I'm going off topic, but this is so funny. I gotta say it. You know, every so often, Disney has like flops after flops after flops on their channel. You know, Disney Channel on their movies, whatever. Well, my theory is this: they get tired of the flops. The yeah. top guy sells his soul to the devil, or sacrifices a baby, or sacrifices a baby, or sells his soul to the devil for like you know till he dies. And then when he dies, I mean, up until he dies, they do amazing, immaculate. Every movie they got is a fucking hit. Like, yeah, look, of, Frozen, The Avengers. Kind of like now. Um, Star Wars. Yeah, kind of like right now. Okay. <laughs> well, and, you know, before all that, how many hits? All bow down before the unholy master. <laughs> <laughs> you know, before that, how many hits? They, they, they went a long time without doing very well. In yep. fact, I think there was a point where, where Disney was actually in financial trouble. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, yeah, they're they're a fucking powerhouse. It's gonna be a lot to get them to go away. But anyway, then finally, when that person dies, they go through that slump all over again, and then they have yeah. to repeat it. So that's my theory on Disney. Seriously, go see Deadpool, go guys. See Deadpool. Also, so, yeah. I wanna I wanna give a good shout out for Gambit. He was a good uh, he was a good replacement host for a little bit. Good job, Gambit. We'll see you. Yeah, thank def- you. We'll most thank definitely you see you in the future. You'll be uh, a big part of this podcast in the future as well. Yeah, and check out the YouTube channels because uh, he he's been playing games with us a lot. He is a he is a friend in real life. All right, uh, any final words, Sunrai? Go see Deadpool. Fuck Bungie. Fuck Activision. Capcom, you did good. I will revert. I'll review Street Fighter Five next one. All right, goodbye everybody. And see ya. <laughs>